Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, Coach, we appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. How are you? We're good, Drew. We're good, buddy. Uh, you know, congrats on the first win last night. But before we get into last night's game, I think some of our listeners, you know, kind of getting to know you, the coach, the new coach yeah. that's here. Uh, you know, take us behind the scenes a little bit. You're you're coaching in Springfield, and you know the phone rings and it's Doug Armstrong. Take pick it up, kind of from there. Yeah. So the 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 phone rang uh, late at night, obviously uh, after after the Blues game. Um, we were getting ready for a game on Wednesday, so you know for me that night uh, I happened to have the Blues game on. Uh, it wasn't on the TV, but if it's not on the TV, I, I tend to listen to it on the radio if I can. Um, had a game in the background, uh, doing my work uh, for for the, the the game the next night. Um, you know, I joked about it with Doug, like usually I'm in bed pretty early. Uh, my phone gets turned off and, uh, you know, I wake up the next morning and, and he just happened to, to catch me before that happened. So, uh, if it was a couple minutes later, later, I might, I might've missed that call. So, um, but, um, you know, the call itself was, I think anytime that, that happens, you, you're, you're never expecting it. Um, you know, Doug and I talk, uh, often, uh, usually not that late at night, but usually when those calls come in, um, you know, I know, I know Kevin Maxwell, uh, my GM and, and Springfield was on the road. Uh, it could be as simply as, you know, they're, they're looking to call a player up and, and possibly who would that be or letting me know who it is. Um, uh, but, uh, it was, uh, so, you know, what the call itself and the substance was, was surprising, um, at the time, um, obviously, you know, you know, very, uh, you know, you know, very overwhelmed uh, to to have this opportunity, um, you know, and 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 be able to come and and coach uh, in the organization um, and and work for 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 the staff and 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 under Doug. Um, it's been a privilege, um, you know, in the time that I've been here working in the American League. Um, you know, I've I've really. I've learned a lot from, from these guys. And, and, you know, I, I said this before, like, you know, chief and I, you know, I've been, I've been lucky enough to, 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 to work with him and work under him and, and, and learn a lot uh, over my time of, you know, just, you know, how to work your day to day and, and practices and, and uh, drills. And, uh, and he, he's been a really good mentor for me, um, you know, talk at times, uh, on the phone, just you know, just about our game, what we're doing, what we're seeing, how things are working for us. Um, so you know, obviously, you know, Chief has 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 been a great mentor. He's he he's a great man, and he's an excellent coach. Um, and obviously, I I wish the best for him. He he's going to land it on his feet real quick here um, and, and find a job. 
Coach, I can't imagine what this week has been like, although you've you've outlined some of, you know, what has been on your plate. After your head stops spinning for a second, realizing you know you you do you got to have you have an opportunity. What was the first thing that you wanted to do team wise? Like, what was the first thing you wanted to accomplish as soon as you had an opportunity to meet the team? You know, I think I think uh, the number one thing was to you know back up the message that Doug had given to me, but also in the same time had had you know sent the message to the players themselves uh, in his meeting um, and, and of course, with you, with the media, um, that also that, uh, that I'm not coming in here to, to blow things up. Um, I want them to yell, you know, to, to, to rat, relax and, and just play hockey uh, initially. Um, you know, I need to observe some things uh, myself uh, to sit back and, and, you know, one, see how things are run, see, you know, some of the details and habits in the game and what they were doing system-wise um, and see what I can implement that worked with us in Springfield, if there are any changes. Um, you know, and I guess, you know, for that, you know, obviously you need practice time, um, you know, starting, you know, pretty much today we were starting to do some things uh, with that, you know, and, and you had a great you know, video meeting to today just on some habits that, that we have to clean up in our game to, to, to give us a chance to have more success moving forward, uh, but also enforce the positive that we did too, that, that we really liked in our game. Drew, when you when you come in and, you, and you're a part of this team and you're, you're looking at things and you're trying to find deficiencies, find the positives, look where the guys who are thriving go and maybe where you can pick up other guys. How hard is it how hard is it to focus on just doing one small thing at a time because I know myself like when I get a project, even if it's like building my deck or you know fixing something, I want to accomplish it all in one shot and not necessarily am I methodical in my thinking sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question and I think I think it's it's been a process from when I started coaching Jamie um, and learning you know learning under some really good coaches, seeing what worked and what didn't work, and then you know trying to make the adjustments to what I I see when I took over in the Sioux, um, and I learned a lot in the Sioux you know as as a head coach in in uh, the Ontario Hockey League and, and a first you know first kind of kick at the can um, on, on things. And, and there was things that, that I failed at um, and I had to adjust and learn, um, you know, and over the three years uh, in the Sioux, I had a lot of success uh, with our team and our, our team, you know, did a lot of good things. And, you know, I know it's more of a development league. We had a lot of players drafted over my three years, um, signed contracts that are playing in the NHL and excelling right now. I take great pride, uh, obviously, in the development of players. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, obviously when I took the job, um, you know, with, with the Blues affiliate, you know, that was one of the, the things, you know, the my development record. Um, and all those come into to play when you're the head coach. You know, development, especially at the level that I was coaching at and junior in the American Hockey League is one, developing uh, the players, developing them as people, um, also organization of our, our, our staff, 
Um, you know, and I, I think I've really kind of come into a comfort zone over, you know, the past, I guess, five and a half years uh, at the American League level, you know, learning, failing um, at times uh, and kind of picking myself back up and, and, and becoming a better coach uh, myself, uh, especially over the last three years with, with the success we've had in Springfield. Um, and, you know, to, to, to have confidence in myself that, um, I know I'm ready for, for this opportunity. Um, no doubt that I'm going to need the support of uh, the management and the staff in some situations. There's going to be situations that I'm going to learn. There's a lot of obviously moving pieces at the NHL level that I'm going to have to work myself through. Um, but I think in, in the short term, like to, to answer your question, I think it's, it's been a process, right, to get to that point, um, not not try to to fix everything at once and just pick on important things that I see right now. Certainly, after last night games, last night's game, there 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 was some 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 habits in our game uh, that aren't winning habits, and we have to fix those to to be able to play winning hockey. So, for some of our listeners who are out there, um, you know, Drew, you had a, a a nice NHL career, an incredible pro hockey career. You go on to coach junior hockey, and you, then you move to the American Hockey League, the development of a lot of the players that are on your current roster right now. But now that you're at the NHL level, and we talk about the word accountability and, and you know holding guys accountable, what's the challenge in holding NHL players accountable? Because it's, it's a different animal than the American League or junior hockey. I'm just wondering, you know, what's your strategy with that? Or, and can you speak to that a little bit? Well, I, I, I don't know if it's so much of a of a difference at the American League hawk, uh, level to to the NHL level because you know we deal with with players that have, have you know have had pretty good NHL careers that are veteran players that at, at, at times you know I have to have tough conversations with. Um, you know, there was a game, for instance, in in Hartford this year where you know our team was was struggling. My first line just didn't have any energy. They they were struggling in their game, um, and it was in the second period. And the, I I had to sit all three of them down, uh, and I went to three lines. Um, you know, I don't know the exact time, but I, I probably sat them down for a good eight minutes to, to to get the message across that I needed more from them. I expected more from them. Um, in that time, uh, we started playing some really good hockey with those three lines, uh, got ourselves back into the game. Unfortunately, we didn't win the game, um, but it, it, it sent a subtle message. Um, and the next day, uh, you know, I talked to all three of them. Um, you know, I just wanted to be clear on, on, on why I did it, and I wanted to make sure that they understood. Um, and after that, again, they got – got back to, to playing really good hockey for us and being our best line. Drew Bannister is with us for a couple more minutes. And, Coach, we do appreciate your time. Um, obviously, you're stepping into an interim spot here, and we know what happened last time You know, with with uh, all due respect for Coach Berube uh, taking over and wins a cup. And um, What do you want to accomplish? Well, I think the number one thing I want to accomplish is, is get, the, get this team back on track to win and to win in hockey games. Um, and I, I don't think they're far off um, where we need to be to be competitive every night um, and playing a brand of hockey that not only 
we can be proud of, but also the fan base can be proud of. And I think it's the effort, uh, you know, the effort level um, of this team, um, you know, has to be consistently better. We have to be more competitive uh, in, in all areas of the ice right now. And I think if we do that, like regardless, you know, if you, you, you go away and you lose a hockey game, um, if you put in a consistent effort, uh, you're going to give yourself a chance to win every night. Um, it is a tough league. There's good teams in this league. Every game's you know pretty tight for the for the most part, um, you know, and I think that's that's the message to the guys. Like let's let's just become more competitive, and let's give ourselves a chance here to get back on track and start playing some good hockey. Drew, last one for you here, and then we'll get you out and let you go have some dinner or relax. I'm sure you could use some of that right now. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was fresh air for me, Jamie. I like I just. <laughs> The last last seventy two hours have just been spent either, you know, in a in a in a plane in the rink, uh, basically getting back to my hotel. So actually, it was it was nice to be back at the rink today, have a normal day. I uh, got out at a, a decent time back here at three, and I just said, you know what, I just need to decompress. So I was able to get out for a walk, enjoy the weather, had a coffee. I uh, came back here, I uh, was able to throw on Live Barn, uh, I'm watching my daughter kind of play as I speak to you guys and and kind of working away at our pre-scope for tomorrow. There you go. I like that. Yeah, the fresh air is always good. I do the same. I get out for a walk or a run in the, during the day to try and you know decompress a little bit. So I, I support that big time. Um, Drew, last night, your your first win with the team your first game slash your first win which is great congratulations again on that uh i i thought the team last night and this just my opinion i thought they put together a pretty good 60 minute effort right from the start to the finish you know you come out with a big start lots of shots on goal which was great but from a coaching standpoint and when you're evaluating this and as you are every minute you're evaluating every shift every player you know what are some things that you saw that you liked and what are some things that you saw that, hey, we can work on? So I, I think the first thing that I'd start with with Jamie is is it's been a tough um, 48 hours for that, that group in that room. Um, and uh, I, was really, I was really proud of, of how we started that hockey game and how we were able to maintain our energy level during that game. Um, that in itself was, was a big accomplishment because – um, there was a lot of stress within that dressing room. There's, there's no question about that. And, and for them to come out the way they did and the effort they put in for over 60 minutes, um, I was really impressed with. Um, you know, I think on, on the negative side that, that we talked about was, was game management. You know, there, there's areas of the game when it was 3-1, when it was 4-1, that, uh, that we didn't manage the puck uh, and manage the game very well. Um, you know, we just got to do a better job of picking our areas when to attack and, and, and not, and, and making sure that, you know, that, that we make good decisions with the puck. And uh, if we don't like that, we, what we see that we're forcing a team to come 200 feet all the way and uh, they got to come through numbers through, you know, through the middle of the ice and we're forcing things to, to the, to the exterior of the ice. Coach, uh, again, we appreciate the time. We know this has been a whirlwind for you. Thank you, and um, best of luck. We're certainly, you know, looking forward to kind of watching how things play out here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, th- thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate your time. All right, thanks a lot, Drew. Have a good – go have a, a bite to eat and a nap. 
<laughs> thanks. Thanks, Jamie. Right, you guys buddy. take care. You too. Thank yeah. you, Coach. That's Coach uh, Drew Bannister, the interim coach.